hello dear. My name is Jai Bino, the host of the J-Man Show. that comes on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston's local community radio station every Tuesday at 8 p.m. I just want to come on and say a special prayer for the families of Tina Turner and Sam Agnosis. She was a wonderful, gifted, fearful woman. And I remember my mother and I listened to her when I was growing up, you know, she, her songs. I mean, she went through her abuse of Ike Turner. I mean, I mean, I just had to come on and say, my, I'm so, I was so sad to hear the sudden death of her. I always wanted to meet her, and even though I never did that, I always was always inspired by her. She was a wonderful gifted singer, performer. She took no mess. She never apologized for everything she did. She was a great woman, yeah. So I just want to come on and say my closest, some my to Auntie Turner, her family, her children, and anybody else who was affected by her death, you know. Hello, dear. This is the Jamin Show on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station. I'm your host, Jaya Bynum, and my guest today is actress Kiana Washington. Hi, Kiana. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm, I'm doing wonderful, but so good to see you today. The question is, is, what made you want to become an actress? Oh, wow. Um, I don't even remember the initial trigger for me. Uh, I've wanted to act like my entire life since I was a child. Uh-huh. And I actually started in music. So me and my two sisters, I'm the middle child. We used to write songs and sing together with my dad. And then slowly from there, I discovered other outlets of performance and transitioned to musical theater. And then from there, theater and then um I really had always just wanted to do like film and TV. So after graduating high school is when I sort of made that transition. Okay, that's good. And, and I see you also graduated college. Yeah, I went to the University of Georgia and I studied theater and entertainment and media studies, which is like film production. Okay, that's wonderful. Yeah, I'm so glad you did it. You know, I, I also I also graduated college myself, you know, Boston Community College of Boston, got my social degree in the bar. Oh, cool. So how'd you get started in TV? I- so my first TV role was actually when I was still in college. I got the chance to work on this show called Legacies. And oh. it was really nice because it was a singing role. Mm-hmm. So I got to sing for it um, and combine my passion for music and film. And then from there, um, I moved to California during the pandemic. And that's where I had started um, working at Darman. And I worked on another TV series that is, it like just came out. So it was pretty exciting. So how did the pandemic affect you? It was tough at first, especially because I had like just started, you know, getting my grind on and pursuing TV and I was in school at the time so it was a weird transition especially doing theater classes online I remember I did this puppetry class Uh for my theater degree and we were doing it through zoom and it was just hilarious so it was definitely interesting but um it also gave me time to figure out some things and pursue different creative outlets so I had like picked up new skills like photography and had did some like actual sketching and painting during the pandemic so good and bad I guess so what inspires you what gives you a face I mean I've always wanted to create stories that can make people think that's something I've always been interested in um which is probably why I like 
psychological films the most Jordan Peele is like right up my alley because it just challenges people to think in a different way or see things in a new way and so that's been my biggest push so far so what advice could you give actresses that want want to be an actress I think if you're just starting out the best thing that you can do is create your own work Mm -hmm. so a lot of times actors will just like wait for the opportunity to hit them, but that doesn't always happen immediately. And you still want to use that creative outlet. So why not create something for yourself? That's kind of where I started. I um, made short films and I started in them as well, directing and starring in them. And then I made like a music video and it's like, you can develop these different skills that also will translate on camera and help you understand the entire world of film. Are you plans for you to work on an album? I'm not, actually. I have just now been thinking about getting back into music uh-huh. because I did take a break for many years. Um, and I just actually, last week, I was recording a song for this upcoming movie that's coming out soon that I got to sing for and just it was like my first time back in the booth since early pandemic and I was like oh I kind of miss this and I'm like maybe I will start writing music again even though it's been a while I think it's something I could definitely practice during this strike but participate in in the strike as well um, I haven't been able to go to the picket lines. I've mostly been spreading information through social media to help educate actors and to give some ideas of like what they can do to take action and to also fuel themselves creatively during this time. Now, I know you said that you work on some television shows, right? <laughs> can you tell me a little bit about them? Probably the biggest one that I've worked on, um, it was this past year. And it was my first union role in as like a series regular in a TV series. And it's called Linked by Love. It's out to the public now at linkedbylovetv.org. And we wanted it to be accessible to the public because it's an edutainment series and it focuses on an African-American family going through the process of kidney disease diagnosis and treatment and just how a family goes about processing this information and getting through a difficult time and finding love through it all and just being happy together. So what do you have come up this year? Yes, I'm trying to see what I can say. Um, I know for a fact I have a movie coming out pretty soon. Um, It's a Lifetime movie. I can't tell you much about it, but it'll come out in the next few months. That's the one I was recording music for. And um, then there's another movie coming out at some point. I'm not sure when, but it's coming soon. So how do you deal with Jackson? I mean, at this point, I've kind of gotten used to it since I've been acting Mm -hmm. for a while. So I'm used to, you know, auditioning and then not hearing anything in return. So it can be challenging, you know, not getting any feedback. But I just have developed this skill. It's honestly a skill. um, I'll say at this point that I'm very forgetful. So, (laughs) So I can do an audition and then just completely forget about it and then it's like if I get a call back then oh that's a bonus you know just celebrating the little wins so how do you get into character 
Yeah. So I like to do a bunch of different things. So I'll, you know, focus on the script first, reading it through a few times. And then that's when I'll start to dive into the character and figure out what the character wants in the scene and um, do a little bit of paperwork on the book. And then I'll do some sensory stuff right before I shoot it. So as an actress, have you ever made any uh, styles of celebrities since you've been in this business? Yeah, I have. Um, I've met a few Crazily, not entirely from acting, but like through other ways as well. Uh, trying to think who I did get to meet Jennifer Nettles. That was like the first celebrity that I met. She was in Sugarland, and she's actually a Georgia 4-H alumni, which is what I was a part of growing up in high school. Um, so I got to meet with her. Um, wow, that was so long ago, probably like 2016. So that was the first one. I see. Wow. I love love to do for fun when you're not working on. So, oh, there's so many things that I love to do for fun. And I've been developing new things just in the last like two weeks. I've started doing Pilates and yoga and even just walking around my neighborhood (laughs) and just like taking whatever direction I feel like and then discovering new shops or a new restaurant it's been a lot of fun just exploring my environment since I grew up in the same place. Yeah. I was in Watkinsville, Georgia for my entire life until a year and a half ago. So just seeing new things and traveling. Um, I just booked a trip to Europe. And so the first time going out of the country and just, you know, exploring new worlds. I see. Well, when do you go to Europe? In October. Oh, wow. For how long? Oh, I'm only going for a week and a half. That's the thing about being an actor. You don't want to like be gone for too long. But I decided to, you know, just take a trip, take a chance. I yeah, yeah. I, I actually I actually took a trip to Mexico on a cruise. It was wonderful. Where'd you go in Mexico? I, I went to Cancun, Mexico. Oh, nice. Fabulous trip. You know, I'm gonna go back and go back in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you see yourself years from now? I feel like years from now, I definitely will still be acting. I also hope to be in the, or not in the process. I hope to be at least in production Mm -hmm. for this TV series that I've actually been working on for the past almost five years now with my little sister. We've been developing um, a TV series and I'm just like ready for us to jump into it, start production and get it done so hopefully in the next few years that'll be happening and then eventually we want to make more projects together so perhaps we'll start a production company and get the ball rolling is there any way that viewers uh, like, like, like myself can audition to be, to be some of your as well yeah absolutely so i once we get to the pre-production stage then we'll definitely have castings it'll go Probably mostly through Actors Access, since that's my favorite platform. I actually used to cast, um, like, be a casting director. So that was always the one that I preferred. So you'll see auditions on there. Well, hello there. This is the J-Man Show on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station. So what is it like to work on Diamond? Um, do, do, do you guys get along, get along on, on a set? 
Yeah, I I love going to Darman. Um, I feel like every single video I work on is like a very different vibe. And so I'm always excited to see what the video is going to be like. Um, just like the chemistry between the actors and you work with different directors and it's always a different story, different location or different set location. So it's always a good time. So what's left left with Darman? With Darman himself? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he mostly works on the TikTok, so I've met him a few times, but I don't like work with him for every video. That's good. That's good to hear. You know, he seems to have a great guy. I, I love to meet him from there. You know, yeah. Yeah, he's very sweet. How did racism affect you growing up? Um, yeah, it was pretty tough. Uh, I lived in a predominantly white county. I lived in Oconee County in Georgia, mm-hmm. so it was rough. But it's also like I didn't fully understand it or see it because I was one of very few black people in my town, me and my whole family. So it was really just a challenge. And my whole family, we had like this identity conflict of like not knowing what we were because the other black people that were in our town, they would call us like Oreo or just say like, Oh, you're so white. Like you act white. And so it was like really weird for all of us. And my mom didn't know her family background at the time because she had never met her dad. So she just actually a few weeks found out that she is mixed. Um, She never knew that her entire life. She thought that she was like full African-American but she is half white and half black. So that explains her identity crisis. But yeah, it was it was very interesting growing up in the South. Were you ever bullied in school? Yeah, I was bullied in school a lot, um, especially oh. because I wore my hair in cornrows growing up. Like the first time I wore it like this was probably freshman or sophomore year of college. So I had my hair just in cornrows and I'd be called dinosaur, predator, even by like teachers. Um, So it was, yeah, super toxic. And I never learned to embrace my natural hair until, honestly, until I worked on the Linked by Love series and I worked with the hairstylist for that show. And she taught me like all these things that I can do with my hair and I just learn to love it but it took that long yeah it's very beautiful i'm, I'm so sorry that you, you avoided yeah it was definitely hard um and I, I didn't really know what to do about it at all like there's no one you can really talk to especially in my town there was no one i could really go to to talk about it that would understand my struggles mm. so it was definitely really difficult only having like my family and my dad you know supporting me I couldn't really talk to anyone. Do you still do you now as in doubt sometimes? Or? I mean, through social media, but who doesn't at this point? I And I am not really phased. I don't think I have like too many issues in my personal DMs. It'd be more like, you know, a hurtful comment on a video or something. And it's like, people don't know that you see these things. But sometimes, you know, actors do see whatever you're saying about them. So... In that way, not nearly as bad, but it's just different. What do you think we could do as people to, to put it in a, to put volume? I'm not sure what we could all do other than, you know, choose kindness and educate people that 
this is a problem, but I feel like people know it's a problem at this point and they just don't seem to care. Mm -hmm. So I think just continuing to call people out for their wrongdoings is the best way that we could move forward. So what makes you happy? Um, well, definitely my art. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be pursuing this if it didn't make me happy. Um, but also just like collaborating with others and creating anything makes me happy, which is part of why I've started. Um, I had mentioned to you earlier that I had started doing photo shoots. It's mm -hmm. just like a collaborative, fun thing. No pressures. Um, it's not something that I have to do, but it's something that I choose to do. And we do like different themes and it's just like creating this world that we can live inside for a short amount of time is just so fun to me. Yeah. And just being like different characters also is a lot of fun. So what is fun study that you let, let, let to work? Um, I've always wanted to work with Jordan Peele. Uh -huh. I love all of his work it's insanely good and I it's like the exact genre that I love to work in mm -hmm. so definitely Jordan Peele um who else that's been like my big one on my mind um yeah I'll just say Jordan Peele for now what song do you like the white thing about um it was kind of a see that's the interesting thing um because growing up it was definitely more like poppy uh -huh. Type like I think Hannah Montana vibes, yeah. like pop rock, I guess, um, or country. I don't even know. But now I feel like my style, if I were to jump back into it, start making music again, it would be more not necessarily indie rock, like, like I guess, like Florence and the Machine, um, or even like a mix of Florence and the Machine and like. Billie Eilish and Lord and be in like that world. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I may I may start doing it again. Do you think uh, get recognized or, or ask a lot of graphs or pictures? Um, yeah, it's happened a few times when I do leave my apartment, which I'm trying to leave my apartment a lot more now. Um, but I've gotten recognized a few times, uh, mostly from Darman or someone will ask like if I was in some commercial because I have done a good bit of commercial work um but it's the Darman ones that really touch me because they're just like oh my goodness your video really inspired me and it's just it's a good feeling to know that you're making a difference yeah I can, I can tell you definitely make a difference you know just by talking to you, you know I can tell you definitely starting you know so and I'm so glad we, that you actually you know reach out to come on my show I love that yeah me too you know I love the president of the United States. Would I ever run? No, never. <laughs> I yeah, no. I don't think I would be very good. Uh, That's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. They do make a difference, but I think I'd get too nervous running a whole country. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you ever meet Professor Obama? Or, or, oh no, I didn't get to meet them. That would be cool. I remember Shabba. She was really nice. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, this is what what's what's a, what's a wonderful talk to you and learn more about you. So, so before you go, how can I how can I feel find you on social media? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at my full name, Kiana Nicole Washington. It's K I A N A 
N-I-C-O-L-E, Washington. So I'm on Instagram and then I'm also on TikTok. Um, I believe my username is Kiana Nicole 30. Okay, well, and this is wonderful to meet you in our Oh, uh, absolutely. Well, God bless you. Just I wish you all the best. This is a great, I definitely stay in touch, you know. So anytime, you know, just work on my show anytime you want to come on, you know, it's always blessing to have you back, you know. Oh, cool. Absolutely. It was great to meet you. And thanks so much for reaching out to me for this. Absolutely. God bless you. And I'll talk to you soon. And stay safe. All right. Take care. Well, hello there. This is the J-Man Show on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station. Hello, dear. My name is Jaya Bond. You want to jam in? My guest today is one of our actress, Ayana Taylor from Diamond. Hi. How are you today? Hi. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm blessed. So good to see good, you. Good, good. And thank you for having me here. I'm glad to be here with you. Absolutely. Such a blessing. Okay. So, um... So, uh, so I see you on Darwin. You're such a wonderful, beautiful, talented actress. I was like, this girl's going to fire in movies and come out to So, what made you? So, what made you want to become an actress? What made me want to become an actress? Well, I feel like I have to say that cliche phrase that all actors say, where it's like, I've always wanted to be one, but it's so true. Um, I remember when I was younger, uh, there was a filmmaker in my hometown who would, who would make these films and we would go, we would pay money and support him and go to this church and we'd watch it on this little projector. And I always just wanted to be that person that was in the screen or, you know, I'd be that reporter that was like trying to copy all the words the reporter was saying, you know, in today's news like I don't know something about me just wanted to be like on camera and performing um but I think the main driver for me was after I graduated from college and I had like checked up all the boxes you know you're supposed to go to college get a scholarship you know graduate get a full-time job like I feel like I had achieved all those things that were like expected of me to do and I and I I really loved my job when I moved up to Minnesota um, but there was just something missing. I don't know what it was. It was like, this is great. I'm have a great career. I'm, you know, financially stable. I can take care of myself. But something was missing. And I think it was that passion, that drive to do what I love. And that's kind of how I, I kind of got acclimated to the acting scene in Minnesota. And like, once I got exposed to that, and I and I turned that gear of like, hey, I used to be a student athlete. I used to be a hard worker when it comes to grades, sports. If I apply that same tenacity and drive that I did with, you know, my other sports and my other career, then I know for sure I can have this acting career as well. And from then it was just like, let's go. What do I need to learn? What do I need to do? Let's do this. Because I was so ready. <laughs> yeah, you were definitely ready because I seen you everywhere. I'm like, wow, you, the girl's on fire like Alicia, like Alicia Keys. So, you know. Hey, this girl is on fire. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take that. I'll take it. <laughs> so how did you get the part on Simon Darman? Yeah, so I actually started with Darman about two years ago now. Um, what a wonderful opportunity. But simply, the way I say to people, there's a lot of casting sites that are um, specifically for your region. And so I'm in Los Angeles, and Darman has, he's catering his, well, he makes content in Los Angeles. And so he usually, when he's looking for a character or a specific type of person, he'll put like little uh, casting notices on these uh, paid uh, paid websites. 
And so I just happened to be on those websites that one day. It was a random day. Like I was like, okay, I guess I can look at these today and just see what's on there. And I saw um, it didn't even say Darman, you know, or videos or anything like that. It was just saying, hey, we're looking for a bride. We're looking for someone. Who... And I was like, okay, I, I think I can play a bride. You know, I've been a bride before. Like I had a, I had the veil and I had like a, a, a shirt that looked like a, like a bride dress. And so I was like, sure, I'll, I'll audition. And so I had to put in a self tape. So they they sent me like a side, like one page of, of the lines. I recorded it. I sent it back. And, you know, I honestly kind of just forgot about it. It was just like one of those things is like you, you, you do so many auditions. You don't really know, you know, what you're actually going to get. And so when I booked it, I was like, oh, this is so exciting. And um, so that was right in the middle of the pandemic. So the pandemic, the world shut down March 2020. And. I had taken a break off from acting. I was like, I don't want to, I don't know what this virus is. I don't know what's going to happen. So that Darman, my first Darman video was actually my first time getting back on set. And so I was a little nervous, but I was really excited and everybody was so sweet. Uh, The director, Ruben, was just very professional and helped me and really gave me everything I needed to perform well that day. And little did I'm telling you, the moment they posted that video, everybody and their cousins and their friends and their mama and their sister was calling me calling my family like oh my god is this Ayana on this, on this video because yeah. i had no idea how big darman was i had no idea so when i was like who is this darman let me look him up and i saw he had millions of views yeah. and subscribers i was like whoa he's like really doing something so I just feel like I got every day I get so lucky. I, I lucked into an opportunity because to me, that Darman, at the end of the day, I, I'm an actor first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And so to me, I saw this opportunity as one, an opportunity to do what I love and two, to make some money, right? <laughs> so it's like, as an actor and artist, you still got to do what you love, but still get paid for it. So I, that's how I saw it. I had no idea it was going to be this big community of followers and supporters and people who love his content. And I just feel so grateful to be a part of that, uh, this community now, the Starman community. Yeah, I'm also grateful to see you on Darman because you, you're such a world of actress and I respect you and every, you know, everything you're doing, you know, it's a blessing, you know, so. Thank, Thank you. you so much. I really appreciate that. I do. And I appreciate you. So what's so what's it like, like to work with Darman? What's it like what's it like off set? Oh, what's it like? Okay, so the first the first two years it's funny you say that because I've never actually worked with Darman. Like I've been on like his Darman studio. So I, I just recently worked with Darman like in person for his uh family channel. Mm-hmm. And my goodness, to answer your question, he is so funny, he's so sweet, he's so He's so considerate, you know what I'm saying? It's like not a lot of people, you know, especially in this industry, they can be very vain and full of vanity, you know what I'm saying? Like it can be very shallow. But he was just one of the sweetest people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting and working with. Um, and so, yeah, I worked with him this past, like not this weekend, but last weekend, working for one of his like family channel videos. And I just had a blast with him and Laura. They're just the sweetest couple and they're so nice and they're competitive and they're funny and just overall a good time but the first these first two years i've just worked with um with the people his colleagues like his directors and his um you know his um co-producer you know ruben ruben's like they're like a dynamic duo type of thing so i've been working alongside his people and everybody he's hired i've just truly loved working with and i'm i'm, I'm glad i got to finally work with actual darman absolutely yeah yeah 
So what advice can you give actors like this? I must have that want to be, you know, they want to be an actress in the business. What advice can you give them? Yes. Uh, to all the actors out there who want to do this, who want to live this crazy roller coaster of a lifestyle, uh, I commend you. I, I want to first off say there's nothing wrong with you pursuing this career. I wish someone had told me when I was in middle school and high school, you know, picking a degree that, hey, like, Acting is something you can spend your whole life doing, and it can be a job. It can be something that you can sustain yourself doing. So first off, I commend you for wanting to be an actor and, and brave this journey because it is hard. There's a lot of, you know, you got to take care of finances and, you know, you know, just take care of yourself and still do this for a living. But I encourage any actor who is pursuing this dream or wants to pursue this dream to to grow in the market that you're already in. So if you're in San Antonio or if you're in Minneapolis, you know, if you're in these towns that aren't Los Angeles, Atlanta, New York, Chicago, like wherever you are, there is an acting community where you are. So don't feel like you need to save up your money and just go across and go to one of these big metropolitan uh, talent based, like, you know, talent or acting industry based cities. Uh, I highly recommend getting good at what you do right where you are. So that means, you know, I mean, I'm old. I'm, I guess I wouldn't say I'm old school, but old school when it comes to, I like Facebook. There's a whole, if you if you Google your, your city that you stay in and then acting groups or whatever, acting and film groups, you can find people who are already doing what you want to do right there in your hometown, right there where you're living. So get connected to those communities and grow, build that resume, get some quality headshots, you know, gain that real life onset experience first before you try to go out and move to Los Angeles or New York or Chicago or, you know, Atlanta, because there's millions of actors who are out here already in Los Angeles, all these big places who are trying to make this dream a reality. And you're going to have that step ahead over, over all those people if you already know what it's like to be in front of a camera, if you already know what it's like to have taken acting classes to, you know, have connected with other filmmakers and and other actors, and y'all can build a, a community together. So I say, if you want to pursue this dream, you can do it. Just get in there with your community where you live now and grow and get that hands-on experience. Because it's only going to get, the competition is only going to get stiffer as you move to these bigger places. And you want, you don't want to be a, a fresh, you know, a, you don't want to be a little fish in a big pond. You want to be a big fish in a little pond where you are first. Get Be the best. Be the best actor in your hometown where it's like, man, okay, and when you're too good, that's when you have to go to one of these places and, you know, be the little fish again because that's kind of what happened to me. Like, I... I mean, not to, not to brag on myself, but I had really grown the experience and knowledge that I could gain while I was living in Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. I felt like a big fish in a little pond where I was gaining commercials. I, get, I was getting booked, you know, for films, for commercials. I was doing it all. And I was like, you know what? This is great, but I'm ready for the next chapter in my career. And that's when I, two years later, I made that dive to move to Los Angeles. And I haven't been looking back. And I feel like, I didn't feel like I was beneath anyone. I felt like I was right there with all the people who were doing big things. So, you know, that that's the advice I would give you. So what do you see so years from now? Still acting, maybe have your own TV show down, down the line? How many years from now, did you say? I'm, I'm maybe five years, you know. You know, you know five years? years? Mm, we're going to see myself five years from now. Ooh, that's a great question. 
Um, five years from now, ooh, 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 ooh. I, I can, I, I feel it like one year from now, but you know, I'm just gonna say five. I'm just gonna give myself that grace period. Um, but five years from now, I see myself definitely being a TV series lead on a, a major network, uh, like CW or, you know, working with Shonda Rhimes, like with something with Grey's Anatomy. Really, like, I see myself being a series regular. I, I, I see that. I know it. If not, have several co-star uh, recurring star roles under my belt and, you know, I, I see myself working alongside Viola Davis. Like I, she just because she's about to come out with the the Woman King, and I, I'm grateful to say I can say this publicly because it's about to air. But I auditioned for for that uh, opportunity to be one of the younger um, African soldiers. So it's just like I I'm already on the cusp. I'm already so close to my dream, and I'm I'm doing my dream every day. But just getting to that next level of you know working with you know, bigger projects, like yeah. bigger uh, blockbuster films, you know, working alongside the greats, you know, just being able to hold my own. Like, I'm I'm ready for that next chapter. Uh, definitely want to see myself on TV. The TV is the next ticket for me, for sure. Uh, and, the, and just working along the greats. Like, I would love if, you know, in this lifetime to work with Denzel Washington, okay. Viola Davis, you know, Carrie Washington, some of the people, like, when I was first interested in looking to acting, these are the people I was watching. I was watching How to Get Away Work, How to Get Away Murder, Scandal, you know. I always watched Denzel Washington, all his movies, like, my goodness, even Will Smith, you know, like, I, I remember watching Will Smith in Seven Pounds, and I was just like, wow, like, that's the gravitas, that's the, that's the depth that I need to go in order to be a strong uh, actor that not just has her big break, but stays around. I don't want to be one of those actors that are just here today, gone tomorrow. Who's that? Oh, she, she acted in that one thing, and I've never seen her again. Nope, nope, nope. I'm trying to be the actor that's like, oh, here she come taking it taking the world by storm you know what i'm saying it's like what what else can you see her in she's a chameleon like I, that's what i see myself doing being a chameleon doing all the films doing all the uh you know tv shows and roles i want to do it all that's what i want to do in five years <laughs> Absolutely. yeah it must mean i definitely hear you i applaud you well hello there this is the j-man show on wbca 102.9 fm Boston's local community radio station. It must mean I definitely hear you. I applaud you for that, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. So you saw found out this. She, she, she was actually in Boston last week. Last week, oh, she was nice. I followed there. She's she Oh, had, really? That's saw, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. I, I did um I did some background maybe a couple years ago, maybe during the pandemic. I can't I can't remember now, but I just remember it was right when How to Get Away with Murder was ending. Mm -hmm. And uh I, I played it was a small background role where I was walking past Viola when she was doing a scene with one of the students. And just being in her presence, like that just amplified me. I was like I'm not working with her directly, but I feel her energy. And even just walking past her and the way she was talking to, like, you know, doing the lines, I just I just felt it was so real. It was just so her. And it's just like, that's the that's that's the level I'm trying to get at. I don't even have to be acting with you, but I feel your presence. Yeah. And that and that's what she is. She just when she walks into a room, you know, and you feel her, you can't help but just match her energy, you know? Otherwise, step aside. Because yeah. she ain't like on top of that. She wants someone who meets me where she is, you know? So, yeah, that's I just wanted to share that. I just Did, did you get to talk to her? 
No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I, I didn't want to be one of those actors that like goes up and talks to her. I was just I, I just I just appreciated her from afar, and that was enough. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to her one day whenever we're both working on something together. How about that? <laughs> I, I hear you. Um, yeah. yeah. So, what inspires you? What What gives you inspiration and hope? Um, what's my inspiration? Uh, it's always ever changing. Like what inspires me to act? What inspires me to do what I do every day? Because there are times where I feel very like, uh, you know, discouraged and just kind of down an hour. It's just like, man, is this even it for me? I, the pandemic really tried me. The pandemic really, really tried me. I was like, I'm about to be a housewife and just have children and I ain't going to have this career anymore. Like it really tried me. It really did. But I, I pushed through. Um, so I guess I would say my inspiration is just knowing that like it's it's interesting because it's like there's nothing else like I think about all the jobs that I want to do and maybe this isn't the best motivation but it, it helps me but it's just like I imagine me doing any other career and it's just like nothing nothing ever like matches the passion and energy that I have to act and that's when I know it's something that I love to do because I think I I was in sales. I was doing other things. And it's just like, it doesn't satisfy me. It doesn't make me happy the way acting does. Yes. And so um, I would say that, you know, that inspiration, knowing it's just like, this is the career that I've always wanted to do. Um, and, and finally living it, that that helps me stay motivated and inspired. And of course, like, I think of the people in my life, like my husband, he's super encouraging and always just constantly there for me and giving me that, uh, that support that I need, especially when I feel down on myself. And so I definitely say he's a big inspiration. And he's also like an artist as well. He's he's a musician. Um, and so what I love about that is it's like, I want him to be able to live his dream too. But we came out to Los Angeles together for me to live my dream. Yeah. So I, I want to get to the point where I can like make it and do my thing and let him come out and be free from his full-time job and live his best life too. So that's a that's a big inspiration that keeps me going because it's like I want us to both live our dreams together and I can see him writing music and recording it and doing tours and you know us even doing duets together I don't know I, I can see that um so I could definitely see he's a really big inspiration for me uh and then also just to the end of the day it's just like I I I think like I said in the day like I think about this career and how lucky I am. Like a lot of people are doing nine to fives, doing jobs that just don't make them happy, that don't fulfill them, that don't give them the breath to see the next day. You know, it's, it's usually more survival. And so for those people who are in those jobs, just know that your your life isn't over. While you're still breathing, you still can do what you love to do. It may not be full time yet, but you know, just incrementally, you know. Grab a little piece of your dream every day. Just do one little thing that moves you forward. It's like if that's just singing a song, even if you know whatever it is that's moving you forward. And so at the end of the day, I, I think to myself like if I act at least once every time every day, that that gives me the inspiration to do it again and to do it again and to do it again. And so that's what that's what I'm saying. Acting is my inspiration because it just it fulfills me and makes me really happy and it's a great escape <laughs> from the stresses of the world. Yeah, you definitely seem happy, and I'm so happy for you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm smiling now. I'm, I'm, I'm in this stage of like very much gratitude and appreciative. So just know, just because I'm smiling now doesn't mean I'm always smiling because it is a hard career. Like it is. Uh, there's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of, uh, you know, no's. There's a lot of times people are just like, nope, like you're not the one. Oh no, like 
you know, or especially those big ones that come by. And you're like, oh, I'm ready for this. Like when that Woman King audition came through, I was like, oh, I'm so ready for this. I want this. But it was just like not in my cards yet. And so you just taking I look back now. I'm like, OK, I know what I could have worked on to make my audition that much more stronger, to be that much more of a contender for that big role. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Even even. um. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, I auditioned for the Underground Railroad, that TV show that came out a couple years ago for the lead character of Cora. And I just remember just being like, man, I had just moved to Los Angeles. I literally a month after I moved to Los Angeles, I got an audition like that. And I was like, oh, I'm the break in. This is my break in moment. Woo-hoo. And it was such a heavy role. It was so like, I mean, she's a slave. She's a runaway slave. Yes. And so it's like, like we had to mentally get yourself even in that position to even accept that reality that you were not free and that nothing you ever had has ever been your own. And like, you know, it's just like just putting yourself mentally there. Like it took so much work. And now that I've gone through this two year training program through my acting school, I look back and I'm like, man, I was not ready for the audition, like in terms of the talent that they needed. But I can look back now with like, okay, I, that's where I was and this is where I am now but it's just like I'm moving forward like I didn't I wasn't ready but now I'm I get I'm, I'm definitely ready now if they, if they gave me an audition right now oh, oh yeah <laughs> you'll know me like that like it's better be a show so um yeah all that I don't know where I was going with that but I think it was just in the day it's like you know everything what, what's meant for you is gonna happen but you gotta be that person that is putting the work in, taking those classes, you know, getting that onset experience because, you know, classes is different from being on set. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you got to all of that has wrapped up together. You got to do that individual work. You know what I'm saying? How you got to access yourself. You got to be vulnerable to to access yourself. That's scary. Like I've cried a lot of times just thinking about the traumas and stuff that I've gone through in my life. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't, but I need to go there because how can I not know myself? And then try to play another character and be someone totally different when I don't even know who I am, you know? Yeah. So they say acting is cheap therapy, and I'm gonna stop talking because I can go for all day every day. So So how do you deal with rejection? Um, it's funny. Uh I definitely deal with rejection better than most, I would say, because I did go to school for sales. Mm -hmm. And so I already kind of had that rejection thing kind of like (laughs) in my in my training when I was in school. So deal with rejection, it's, I've got support to realize where it's like, you know what? They're not rejecting me. They're rejecting the product. They're rejecting my performance. They're rejecting what I did in that moment in time. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're rejecting who I am as a person. They're not looking at me and saying, hey, you're a loser. You should never act again. Like, it's not that personal. You know what I'm saying? So when you can start to, you know, disconnect the rejection from they're rejecting you or they're rejecting your work then that's when I've, I feel so much better about you know my performance like like there's so many auditions this year alone that I have gone through and I have not heard back that's a no that is an absolute no but if I sat there in my bed and cried about every single audition that came through that I didn't get I would not be moving myself forward I wouldn't even want to be acting anymore because that rejection can be crippling and we can't when you're an actor, this is the lifestyle you choose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so rejection's a part of it. It doesn't necessarily mean you are getting rejected. It's just the work that you're doing. So 
I've been able to shift that mindset. Okay, like, no, I didn't, I didn't get this. But what could I have done better to make myself a better contender for the future? So it's like, like I was telling you when I was talking about the, uh, you know, the Underground Railroad, Cora, it's just like she, I had to do so much more prep. I had to do so much more daydreaming of like putting myself in this moment where I was a slave and I'm running away. Like, and like that fact that my mother ran off and didn't, didn't bring me with her to the North. Like I had to do so much more preparation and connectivity to Cora and that character in order for me to feel worthy enough to say those lines that came out of my mouth that I, when I said them, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I don't see rejection. I mean, rejection sucks and it's never fun, but it's just like if you can start to, you know, like I said, disconnect, you know, really look at what you can do to get better. That's the best way to move forward because the rejection is going to come and it's going to wipe you out. And you're going to feel like you never want to do it ever again or ever feel this feeling ever again. But I'm telling you, rejection is a sign of growth. And if you can move past this, that pain and see how you can grow, I'm telling you. You're farther off. You're further, further along than most people. Okay. So yeah, I, I deal with rejection a lot. And you know, whenever I, I it does get to a point where it's really harmful, you know, that's when I'll take a step back. I'll, you know, go on a walk, I'll journal, I'll meditate, I'll do stuff that like self-soothes myself. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like go on a drive or talk with my mom or my husband, you know, just Talk to the people who are there to support you and lift you up in those moments of rejection if you if they do tend to take you down. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I usually do. That's what I usually do. I'm glad that you're able to be a strong woman and deal with rejection. And yeah. Yeah. And like I said, every person's different. Everyone's different. Um, I I I feel I, I recommend if you feel in that rejection and it really like shakes you, don't try to be like, oh, I'm gonna push through and find a lesson in it. Feel how you feel. If you feel sad and like disappointed and like you really thought that was your big break and it didn't happen and you thought like your world feels like it's going to shut down, feel those feelings. Allow yourself to feel that because your body is, it's, it's, you know, mourning. Your body is like, man, I really, really wanted that. But don't allow yourself to wallow. That's the danger. If you wallow, that's when it starts to become toxic and it's it can be damaging to your, your mental, your your attitude, and your career. So don't wallow. Feel it. Go through it. But don't linger. Don't linger in it. That's true. That's definitely true, you know. Yeah. Um, well, hello there. This is the J-Man Show on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station.